Hey y'all, it's me, Ed Carvajal. You can follow me on Twitter at Carbazel. I got my picks for UFC 237 up on MMANews.com. So if you haven't checked it out, go there. I just finished watching 2019 season of Professional Fighter League's first event, uh, ESPN2, the main card. Pretty good. Uh, Most of the fighters you expected to win won. Ray Cooper took out uh, his cousin, um, Kamaka, in... uh, I think he got him in the second round, second or third round. Um, Kayla Harrison was the the last fight on the card, and she she fought and pretty much dominated a decision um, against a really seasoned opponent. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that goes to show you that uh, she's probably gonna go far in MMA. She's super hard on herself. If you ever, um, you know, I covered a lot of the uh, first season. Uh, the 2018 season um, last year, and um, she uh, she actually admitted that she's she's her own biggest critic. So you can tell at her post-fight interview uh, in the cage that she uh, she wasn't too happy with uh, winning by decision because she always wants to finish. She actually really wants a knockout. She told me on New Year's Eve last year, um, you know, and she's training a lot, but you could tell her her reaction to. All the trouble that Pacheco tried to put her in, like all submission attempts, things like that, those were um, those were really uh, um, her response were really well automatic. You could tell she's training for everything, or just the fact that her time in judo, um, you know, her anything on the ground submission wise, it's gonna. I mean, people are picking Sarah Kaufman to beat her, but uh, I don't think Sarah Kaufman will be able to submit her. It would be on the feet. It would be like a, a striking, uh, you know, like significant strike advantage. I think that that's how, if if her and Kaufman get together and Kaufman does beat her, that's how I see it happening. Um, but she's really strong, close the distance and getting the clinch right away to avoid any, any type of damage. Pacheco ran, landed a couple of right hands early in the first round. And she saw that 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 was trouble, so she closed the distance, and, and uh, you know it was just her grinding her out for the for the rest of the fight. Um, Sadu Busai obviously was the highlight finish of the night, 17 seconds. Um, he finished his opponent with a liver kick, uh, walking backwards too, which was pretty amazing. So if you haven't seen it, um, definitely check it out. PFL is pretty good about putting their library of fights on Facebook. I don't know if the ESPN deal has screwed that up like it screwed up the pfl live app because you used to be able to watch and interact with pfl fans on the app last season but uh man i mean i like that they're on espn it's a better network than nbc sports for what they're doing but i i really this this espn plus thing is a super super pain in the ass to me uh so far in 2019 i mean um Never mind the paywall thing and the the whole pay per view thing with the UFC, um, but that's you know that's another. I'll probably bring that up again on the podcast uh, that I do with Matt Coast to Coast Combat Hour. It's also on Anchor. If you haven't subscribed, please check it out. Um, it's Coast the number two and then Coast again Combat Hour. Uh, we spoke with uh, Natan Levy. He's undefeated fighter over at. Um, Legacy Fighting Alliance. He fights at LFA 69. So that interview's on there now if you want to check it out. But anyway, uh, so off the top of my head for the UFC 237, 
We have uh, um, that's a tough fight with uh, Rose Namajanis Namahunas and uh, Jessica Andrade. Um, Andrade is a pressure fighter, looping punches, kind of like Wanderlei Silva. Um, they're fighting in her neck of the woods in Brazil. Um, she's got a, a definite strength advantage over uh, Rose. I don't know if that that's. I know Rose is a better submission specialist, but I don't know if uh, you know it, that the strength and pressure will count might nullify you know the level that she's at, and uh, it could be problems if they go to the ground. So Ro- Rose, uh, she's pretty cerebral though. I could see her you know firing away, creating distance, using her range uh, to to win a fight. Um, uh, what's your name? Carolina uh, Kowalkovich I can't pronounce her The one that Andrade knocked out <clears throat> Tried doing a similar game But Andrade was able to cut the distance Fast enough and catch her with a looping Right hand or a left I forget which one it was that dropped her and knocked her out So I don't know if Rose will make that mistake I think Rose will, won't go straight back The way Carolina did I think Rose is smart enough to to go, you know, do lateral movement similar to the way Chuck Liddell uh, beat Randy Couture the two times that he beat him. So um, look for that in the main event. Um, and if that's what she does do, I think it's her fight to win. It could be a decision. If she does knock her out, you know, that'd be pretty cool. But I, I feel, I don't know if, I just feel like Rose's frame is, I know it's, and I know it's a 115 pound fight, but I feel like Rose's frame is too narrow to, to really uh, drop Andrade, but we'll see. I mean, she surprised us before; she could surprise us again. So I'm picking Rose to win that fight. Um, Jose, <clears throat> Jose Aldo versus Alexander Volkanovski. Volkanovski is 26 years old. Aldo is uh, admittedly coming to the end of his career. He's admitted himself. Excuse me. That's why he's uh, you know he insisted on uh, getting a fight in Brazil. Um, Obviously, it's hard to pick against Aldo in Brazil just because of, uh, you know, the, the history he has and, you know, his his reign in the division. But, you know, it is, if anything about mixed martial arts is the, the old definitely eat the young in that sport. And um, uh, I think Volkanovski, I might be confusing him with, uh, with uh, there's another fight on the on the main card, one of the one of the earlier fights, but I'm not going to give you the pick for that because I'm, I might be confusing them. But I think Volkanovski might upset us. However, uh, there's something about Aldo in Brazil that you, it's really really hard to uh, try to pick against him. You know what I mean? Like uh, so. I think in the MMA News article, when I submitted my picks, also to SureDog as well, um, SureDog.com, we do a percentage thing. We don't pick how or why. We just, you know, send in our, our names of who we think is going to win. I have like a 63% accuracy over there, I think. I forget what I am overall in the entire sport. It's over on Tapology. I got to look it up. But um, anyway, uh, <clears throat> I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Volkanovski can pull it off, but uh, and I, I believe I've submitted my pick as Volkanovski uh, officially. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Aldo, you know, leg kicks him or, or something, you know, does something to dr- knock him out early. But if he doesn't, then it's Volkanovski. And then um, the other fight is uh, Jared Cannonier and uh, Anderson Silva. Um, 
a lot of people are counting Anderson Silva out because he's uh, you know over the hill or whatever you want to call it. However, um, it's like it was only it's not that long ago that Anderson Silva went the distance and actually won a round against uh in my opinion he won the second round against um Israel Adesanya and the fact I mean people are on the Israel Adesanya hype train and yes he's very good but the fact that Anderson Silva not only uh kept that boy on his toes and uh went the distance with him um you know and didn't really take that much damage and he's fighting again. I, I honestly think uh, he could surprise us, and uh, it'd be a, very poetic. But if he uh, if he does something to drop Cannoneer or or just uh, you know um, tags him up enough to win a decision, I'm not going to be surprised if Anderson Silva wins. So I'm actually picking Anderson Silva to win that fight. Uh, of course, I could be wrong, you know. But I mean it. It would be, you know, between him and, and Aldo, it's 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 really hard to pick against them in Brazil. The thing is with Brazil, I mean, if you if the history has shown us anything that goes to the decision in Brazil, um, with the judges, uh, you know, against iconic fighters like them too, uh, we shouldn't be surprised if uh, you know we see some odd decisions. But uh, yeah, th- those are my picks for two thirty six. Um, also on the zone. Bellator 221, which is honestly, I mean, that card, if you compare overall the cards from top to bottom, first fight to the main event, uh, Bellator has a better card. Um, I have no idea how I'm going to watch both (laughs) because, uh, you know, they're both on streaming providers. One is uh, DAZN. DAZN I could obviously watch from home, but then I'm going to miss the UFC. Um, I could... uh, you know, let the uh, the data charges apply to my my phone and watch the uh, zone, and you know, on my phone while I'm watching the UFC at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings because that seems to be the only bar around me that still airs them because of the uh, ESPN paywall, ESPN Plus paywall. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm we'll see uh, what I watch. Uh, I might have to catch Belt or 221 later. Depends on my mood. I. Or what I, where I wind up on Saturday, but Beltor 221, Michael Chandler versus uh, Patricio Pitbull, the younger, uh, I mean the uh, yeah the younger Pitbull brother. Um, this is the fight that uh, there's a champ 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 potential because Patricio is a featherweight champ, Michael Chandler is a lightweight champion. However, uh, given that Michael Chandler's beating his older brother twice. And he's just such a machine at lightweight, and they're fighting in that division for that, you know, belt. Uh, I don't see him. I don't see uh, Chandler losing on Saturday night. Um, and the co-main event of that is uh, another semifinal bout for the welterweight uh, Grand Prix: Douglas Lima and Michael Vannon Page. Um, I think th- I think Douglas Lima can pull it off, but I'm not going to be surprised if Michael Vannon Page does his. Uh, you know his quirky style of fighting, with his lanky ectomorphic build, and and you know does enough to confuse and uh, nullify anything that Lima could do. So I won't be surprised if if Page walks away with the win. 
However, I don't see him walking away with the win. I, he does seem to have a lot of respect for Lima. Um, you know, as far as the skill, he's, he's been saying it since Connecticut uh, when he won against uh, Daly um, at, at, in the uh, their bracket of the uh, the opening bracket rounds of the uh, Grand Prix. So that's that. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> Jake Hager and uh, TJ. Jones are fighting each other on that they're oddly placed as a underneath Lima and um, you know they're the second fight on the uh, on the main card but uh, obviously it's because if you don't know who Jake Hager is that's Jack Swagger uh, he's gonna do he's one and oh he's fighting a one and one uh, guy at heavyweight um, it would seem it's another tailor made fight that they're just trying to pad his record but you know uh, we'll see you never know you know. Uh, it's uh it is anything can happen in MMA and um opening the main card is Taiwan Claxton um he's uh 4 and 0 oh and uh, his opponent's name slips my mind his opponent's 4 and 1 I don't know why I remember the record and not the opponent but uh Taiwan Claxton's a really I mean he's he's uh, a busy athletic fighter uh he's he's got that highlight flying knee knockout when he made his Del Beltor uh, debut so um definitely worth watching and then Beltor undercards the prelims are always super fast lots of finishes so definitely worth a watch I know those you can watch on the Bellator app and at Bellator.com before they switch over to the to the zone portion so lots of stuff to watch this weekend um and Sunday's submission underground first event submission underground 12 on fight pass so if you have UFC fight pass and you like a sub only grappling there's going to be a tag team uh, grappling match on there, and um, you know, that's Chael Sonnen's uh, submission grappling promotion. I'm glad it's moved over to Fight Pass. Something tells me Flow Sports is in trouble because of that, but uh, you know that's that's another conversation for another podcast. So I just wanted to uh, catch up really quick. Obviously, it's been busy, a um, couple of busy weekends. Uh, if you've been following my stuff, um, I'm, I covered uh, the Bellator NYC press conference and the and the bare knuckle fighting thing. I think I put that some of those interviews on uh, on this podcast or coast to coast combat hour. So um, if you're not following me on Twitter, I'm at, at Carbazel. Um, you can read my stuff over at MMAnews.com, MyMMAnews.com, and SureDog.com. Um, so yeah uh lots of stuff to watch this weekend thank you for listening my four or five listeners that still listen to this um i try to keep it consistent again but if you want to weekly every week uh me and matt hawkins do the coast to coast combat hour so please subscribe to this podcast and that one itunes google play uh pocket casts podbean and anywhere else that podcasts are played thank you for listening and uh, have a good weekend Happy Mother's Day.